Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, what a wonderful life. I have to tell you, if you're not living your best life, you need to just shift your attitude or the people you hang out with. Um, my life has dramatically changed for the better. Because by the way, people say, I want my life to change. No, you don't. Change isn't always good. Change is just change. I'm going to say that mine is up-leveled. There is a new world happening And if you're not part of it, you need to wake up. It's happening pretty quick. I'm lucky that I've been part of it for four weeks. It started many months ago. And when it started, if you understand, you have to be invited to this world. I feel like I'm in a secret club, you know, the handshake, knock, knock, who's there. And when I first got invited by everybody, I thought it was a network marketing scam. And I'm just, I'm so over that. And so for months, I didn't pay attention. If you're within the sound of my voice, pay attention. It's one word and it's called clubhouse and it's changing everything. I literally can't even express to you how it has taken over my life, a lot of my friends and up-leveled everything. So let's start with some good news. What is clubhouse? Clubhouse is the antidote for 2020. Clubhouse is a time when we were stuck inside, not talking to people, told, oh, you know, social distance, you need to do that. Well, this is safe social distancing in a way that we can hear each other's voices the ultimate party line. And for me, it's such a kick because, and feel free if you're watching live right now, chime in. I grew up with a CB radio. Anybody that old? Yes. We had a CB radio in the kitchen (laughs) and I would stay up all night, like talking and flirting. My name was princess. I had a huge crush. I was such a goof on a guy named white rhino. My sister was Georgia girl. It was crazy time, right? Okay. What clubhouse is, is this platform where there's no video, It's all audio, a lot like radio, but it's the ultimate party line. And it's fun to see how people have created rooms. That's the platform for this. And you get into a room. You can ask a question. There's all kind of rooms. There's music rooms. There's, I'm going to just share with you two or three stories that I find extraordinary. And I just, that's how I live my life. I find extraordinary moments. So I have about 21,000 followers. I'm loving this. Uh, a lot of my friends, personal friends, were early adopters of this platform. And so you have to know somebody to like be leveled up in a room. And so immediately I got leveled up going, oh, wow. And then I don't know if you noticed over the last 10 or 15 years of me doing radio shows and talk shows that you guys, I like to talk. Yeah. Now, there was a time when I didn't have anything to say. It's really important to know because I'm not any different from you. I just, I just mastered my message And when you do that and you bundle it up in a certain way, you have to start sharing it. You almost have an obligation when you understand the storytelling possibility. So I've always done it as an actress and I have done other people's words. I'm Neil Simon, who, by the way, in the old days, and he's not here anymore, but I dated Neil Simon. I know, right? That's a long story. I just want to tell the stories. I was 25. He was 55. He had a Broadway show opening with Matthew Broderick and a new movie opening. And he was the cover of the LA Times and we met backstage because uh, I'm a friend of Matthew's and he, call, he called me and he said, he said, what they wrote in the paper about me is not true. I'm like, what? He's like, I'm not 56. I'm only 55. 
I got to know this beautiful man uh, who was one of the most prolific, amazing writers of all time. I played some of his characters and, and we did date for about six months and he was a lot older and nobody appreciated that. And it made me feel cheesy, which is unfortunate because he was a lovely person. And, but he, I said his words and I, it doesn't matter who said his words, you would get a laugh. And so when he came to me speaking on my own, I thought, well, how do you do that? And so for those of you who are interested and curious about how you become a better speaker, go to Pitch Secrets Masterclass. It's a Sunday class that I actually teach because there's a science and an art to it. And I know it looks like I talk like you talk, but I don't. There's a lot of training behind communication. In fact, I tell people, stop talking and start communicating. Your life will change. So to that end, I've got some wonderful guests today. I'm excited about them. And I want to up-level this, this whole world of Clubhouse. A um, couple of things, a beautiful moment happened last night. And I think so many of us are waiting for someone else to give us permission to step into our lives. Okay, you have my permission to step into your freaking life. I'm serious. Stop waiting. So again, now, number one, I often talk about the fact that I grew up without friends. I was a very, very smart kid, straight A++ student, socially awkward, very ugly. I kind of hid. And so my friends were TV series like Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie, F Troop, Brady Bunch, Partridge Family. I could go on and I mean, I could go on so long that those were my friends and my, and my parents. I'm making up for lost time. But the people that I've met along my journey, I've kept in touch with. And so that's come full circle now in this clubhouse. I'll pop into a room and I'll immediately be asked to speak on a stage because I know the person who created the room. And I know the most eclectic people. That just happened a few minutes before the show. I was looking around, saw a podcast room. I popped into it and the podcast guy said, oh my God, Forbes Riley is here. She and I met. And then he said to me, do you remember where we met? It was two years ago in a, in a studio somewhere. I'm like, wow, thank you. That was very cool. The coolest one late last night, two of them, was uh, I was running around and there was a, an actor, director, movie producer room. Well, I have a great idea for a TV series. So I popped in there. They knew who I was. It was really cool. My DMs, my direct messages from Instagram. I have 200 ones from last night. I just hired somebody to go through my DMs. This is so much fun. You guys, you have no idea. Then I popped into a room. I'm doing this now just for the hell of it. And it's like some serious rappers who don't have actually letters for their, they have like numbers. I'm like 10XRG. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll just popped in. Oh my God, like Forbes Riley is here. I'm like, oh shit. How, you know, I'm sorry, probably shouldn't say that. I'm like, you know who I am? <laughs> it has been a treat. So I'll give you guys a gift. If you're listening to this and you have no idea what I'm talking about, but you do want to up-level your life, get your butt on Clubhouse. I didn't have an iPhone either. Uh, I'm sure there's, there's, my stock is probably skyrocketed, uh, but an iPad does just fine. And if you follow me, every time I'm in a room, it'll let you know. So if I'm in cool rooms and we get to know each other, I'm very helpful to my friends because I've lived a very long, fun life doing this. Uh, and now my mission, if you're within the sound of my voice before February 21st, is www. ForbesRileyLive.com. So I've had a mission. I figured out what I want to talk about. I figured that I inspire, I up-level, I motivate people who are kind of like me. I'm a mom. I didn't become a mom until I was 42. My kids just turned 18. Yeah, I did it. I got my kids to the adult threshold platform, and I'm so proud of them. 
My parents aren't around anymore, which they can't, you know, celebrate this, but my kids are and I'm loving this. And I'm devoting a lot more time back to people who, who need the voice of a woman in their ear who's lived a very crazy life of ups and downs and is still here. I have a lot of reasons to not be here, but I'm not going anywhere. Not until they take me out kicking and screaming. And so that means that if you're someone, you're an entrepreneur, you're a mom stuck at home, you're a little confused about why you're not in love at the moment. I have great ideas, great guests, great things to talk about, and really devoted to offering that back to you. So with that, I have two wonderful guests here. I'm going to introduce both of them at the same time. I have got Elif and, I ha- and, and Sam. Let me make a speaker version here. So Ms. Elif, I, you're not only a fan and a friend, but we're doing something crazy together. So take a moment. I'm going to give you the spotlight. And would you say hi and introduce yourself to everybody? Hi, everyone. It's great to be here, Forbes. Thank you so much for having me. And what you were telling about what you are doing is very inspiring because that's exactly what I'm trying to do with my, uh, um, with my mission. Um, I, am, I feel like this is my responsibility to create platforms to help entrepreneurs who feel stuck, especially back in their past, and they think they can't really move forward. Um, so I am, I am uh, on a mission to, to help them with my events coming up, and I am so grateful that you are going to be they're giving your piece of wisdom to my audience. All right. So tell us what the event is, how we find it, and where it's going to be. So the event, the name is called The Leader Within You. And at that event, we're going to get you to find that just listening, inspiring, and empowering stories by wonderful women. And one of them, whom being here, I totally have woman crush on. I can't live without your voice. <laughs> and I'm, I can type it on your, um, your page too. It's, it's the leaderwithinyou.co.uk. If you go there, it's free. You can just sign up and get your seats at the event. And it's going to be limited numbers because we've already have nearly 200 people signed up and I am targeting to get 500 people. So if you want to be there, you want to be on the list. <laughs> I am very excited about you. Now, you're not from the country you live in. Explain that for us. Okay. So I am originally from Turkey myself. I, there are many reasons what made me come here. I came here as an au pair, couldn't speak a word of English. I exchanged my last bit of um, salary from working in a, a textile company, which only made £265, and I arrived here. Here, here being uh, London, you need to here, ask me. Here in London, yeah, in London Heathrow arrival <laughs> hall <laughs> with a suitcase, a young 21-year-old girl um, and with hopes to make that a living. Um, and from then on, there's, I mean, opportunities are out there and I seem to be desperate to trying to find my financial freedom because I knew with that I would find my voice. Uh, it took. It still took me years to 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 establish that space for myself. But now I got to a point. I am helping women to find their voice using the power of fashion through my clothing designs and organizing events to empower them to meet the right people and coaches and 
and experts to, to, to lead them to the leader they want to be. I love that. You are such a shining light. I will tell you, we're being watched all around the world. Um, and Ella, I'm, gonna, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this one. We have the trying patrol out there. In my world, when you're a student of mine, if you say the word trying in class, I we know. do five push-ups. I, so I noticed. Right. So one of our girls, Olga, she said, did you tell her about trying? She should do it on the radio. And I'm not going to do that. I'll tell you why. Because if I think it's important, uh, if you say the word trying, everyone listening to me, it means you're not doing anything. You're going to hear this word every day, all day. Oh, I'm trying to work on this. I'm trying to do this. Stop trying, start doing. I didn't say that. Yoda did. And it's really a debilitating word. We have billions of words to use. We seem to use the same 20. You know, like, you want to get bigger results, have a bigger vocabulary. And not bigger so that you use like prestidigitation and we don't know what you're saying. But stop <laughs> using words that don't mean anything. So, Olga, what I don't like, because I will tell you, this is what uh, they did in war. They had people turn against each other. And actually, it's a behavior that I don't like. As the teacher, I know she said trying. I heard it. I hear it. I always hear it. And when it's appropriate, but I'm not a fan of students saying that to each other because it feels a little like, oh, you're not wearing a mask. I don't want that in my life. I know it's right. And I hope that everybody resonates with this. We don't need to call each other out on it. If somebody says it as the moderator or teacher of this room or wherever I am, sometimes you let it go because the context of what they're saying is so much more dramatic than stopping to make that point. Um, and so just, I, I just want all my students to hear that. I didn't want to stop you. What you had to say was important, and I don't need to be right. Oh, yeah, you said trying. No. If you... It's funny, I, I noticed that as I was saying it, I was like, oh, sugar, trying. I said, I said, trying. Oh, no, I'm going to have to do the five sit- sit-ups now. Right, and what's funny is I knew that you knew that. And <laughs> you so could see the, it. I, I could totally see it in your eyes. And <laughs> one of the things that's important is that when you're coaching somebody and you say, so what are you working on? Well... I'm trying to build my business, then you do five push-ups because I don't want that. That's baloney. <laughs> but in the context of talking, I find myself, because I hear it so much, I say the same thing. So what is the lesson for all of you listening? One, Elif has a huge heart. Did you hear that you came as an au pair? If you don't know what that is, I had au pairs. Au pair is a very interesting program where as a mom, and I'm not sure it's all over the world, but when you've got little babies, you need help. You just do. Because it's overwhelming, I had twins, to do the daily things like the diapers and the the formula making. (coughs) And it's hard to then have a job, sometimes full-time, and take care of your husband. And so an au pair, usually from a different country than you're in, will come in exchange for a small amount of money, (coughs) but a big amount of education. Very small, very small amount of money. I remember um, it was £60 a week I got paid. And I found oh, that. Wait, a second, wait, 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 no, you get, you get room and board. Of course, yes, of course. So, hey, guys, you know what? When I worked for Club Med, I was making $15 a day. And I don't <laughs> think I could have ever been happier. I had no expenses. I'm eating and living and dreaming my life. And this is where so many young people, well, if you're not paying me, I'm not doing it. Hey, dude, you know what? It's called apprenticeship. Learn. How much did you oh, pay I for loved college? it. I loved it. I wouldn't change a thing. I mean, I've learned so much, not only by being an au pair. I was looking after a four-year-old boy and I actually learned, I would say I wouldn't 
look, you know, big myself up. But I think one of the reasons my English level has gone up to the level it is because I was bringing up these four-year-old who was learning the alphabet at the time. So oh. I was learning the way a child would learn a language. So this is what this is what made me so much better than I would actually imagine. <laughs> I will tell you, Tammy, who was our first au pair from South Africa, became an absolute part of our family. We still talk to her. That was 17 years ago. And if you are a young girl, boy, but I guess if you're young and you want to experience life. So Ellis, maybe that's why I love you so much is that that is a beautiful thing to do. Not many people take advantage of that. Um, I have been an apprentice in many ways because money was never the object. It was really to learn about life. And my parents only knew what they knew and I wanted more. So I, I hung out with people. I was a social secretary for a billionaire. I lived in their tiny little closet about a, in the back of their 15-room grand apartment. I was like stuck in their little, I didn't care. I was having dinner with barons and earls and princes and learning philosophy and music and things that I had never had access to before. So that's exactly are, what happened. I, right. I actually was an au pair for a PR agent lady and I was hanging out with celebrities every weekend. So <laughs> I right, loved it. And that informed you. Now you're in high-end luxury clothing. Mm. Oh, that's oh. an interesting part of the story. Tell us one of the celebrities' names who you hang out with. Come on, it's one um, person. I've actually even spoken to Banksy on the phone. <laughs> who? Banksy. Who's that? It's an artist, a graffiti artist. Oh, look at she's so she's so proud of herself. I love that. All right, we've got Nobody. two minutes. Break. When we come back, we're going to meet my my second guest, who has a boy's name but a girl's haircut. Ooh, who is she? I know you guys are going to wonder. I know, right? And actually, we don't know. Elif is not. Where does Elif come from? What kind of name is that? Elif. I'm going to tell these because I love it. Elif, as in the elephant. Uh, symbolizes power and strength, and that comes from Turkey. And but is it a common common name in Turkey? It is actually. It's quite a common name. And not short for anything. No, Elif is Elif. I love Elif. it. And how do I pronounce your last name? Kese. See, that's why I didn't do it because I knew I couldn't do it right. Kese, as in like Keskese in French. Keskese, yes. Oh, okay, wait, we can't all say all that. We've got 30 (laughs) seconds to our first break. We are not only broadcasting right here on Voice America, my favorite radio station in the world, but we are also simulcasting out to my Facebook. And when we come back, we're going to be also simulcasting on Clubhouse because they're promoting something I'm doing. But Christian just wrote in and says, Elif, you are talking to the best celebrity right now. I know. Love you, Christian. All right, we'll be right back after this message. Don't go anywhere. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. 
The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Oh, my goodness. Well, look who is here. Welcome, Miss Sam Adams. I think I had your alcohol the other day. No, guys, you talk to me. I, we've been talking a little offline on Facebook right now. I have an obligation. Guys, I'm doing one of the biggest speaking gigs uh, that I've ever gotten this coming weekend. If you're live, if not, it's already happened and you missed it. Where were you? No, it's actually, if you go to Forbes Riley Live, it's called Real Summits. And I'm on stage with people like Deepak Chopra. Uh, Les Brown, uh, some pretty really big players. And uh, so they wanted me to just do a little kind of shout out on Clubhouse while I'm doing that. So we've been chatting with Ella, who started out in the au pair business, and now she's a luxury fashion designer. And we just brought to the stage Ms. Sam Adams, I told you. Man, name, chick, haircut, unbelievably adorable. Sam, will you say hi and introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you for having me on Forbes. Uh, it is Samantha, my full name, but nobody ever calls me Samantha. My, my, only my mother when she's cross. Um, so yeah, hey everybody. Uh, my name is Sam Adams. I'm a business owner. I'm based in the UK on the South Coast in a place called Brighton, beautiful place. Um, I'm a business owner. I've got several property businesses and I've had a few businesses over the years. I've been in business over 20 years. Um, I'm known as the real life coach. So I'm a coach as well, speaker. I do a few articles and the odd bit of TV. And I'm passionate about helping people get to know who they are so they can figure out their vision and then help them build that vision. I love that. What are you focused on right now? Uh, I'm focusing on right now mostly my coaching and I'm trying to build out a course. Did you say trying? In my world, we have to do five push-ups. If now you get to do five push-ups. Oh, no, seriously. You want to stay on the show? Come on. Give me some five push-ups here, girl. Come on. She's not trying to do anything anymore. Oh, my God. Welcome to Forbes Riley's world. This is insane. She thought I was kidding, too. (laughs) I know. We're crazy here. We are totally crazy here. How did I get two sexy Brits on one show? I don't know. (laughs) That is just too funny, right? 
All right. And I'm also, I just found out I'm on how to create real success through real connections. Um, I guess I can pop on and hear that. How to be in 16 places at once is the talk of my new talk show. How funny is that? All right. So Sam, um, you know, why are you in the coaching industry? Uh, I think it was a bit of a journey that I went on really personal journey, studying personal development over the last 20 years, when I got into property, I started mentoring around property strategies. But what I found was that I really enjoyed more coaching them around personal development, right? Because if you want to grow professionally, you've got to grow personally. And that was the bit that I really, I really loved. So I transitioned away from property. I still have my businesses and they run quite well without me poking my nose in every day. Um, and I got start, just started to get involved in coaching one-on-one uh, and just helping people, you know, achieve achieve success in life. Um, it's I'm passionate. But I, 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 there's so many coaches out there. Yeah. What is it that you offer that other people don't? Why would you want to come to you? I'm pretty special. I mean, I'm not your average life coach. I, I keep it real. I'm called the real life coach for a reason because it's no BS. There's no, none of that nonsense. I keep it real. You know, there'll be uncomfortable questions, but they're uncomfortable for me to ask. But that's powerful coaching, right? So, yeah. Well, like what? What's uncut? What talk to us? Well, it depends on the client. It depends on the client. You know, I, I work intuitively with my clients. So it really depends on, on what they come to the table with um, and calling them out on their own BS, as it were. Because the easiest person to lie to in the world is yourself, right? Oh, oh, she nails it. Alif, what do you think about that? <laughs> she, is, she is very powerful, that girl. No BS kind of girl. Wow. Welcome to our world. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting conversation. So Sam, um, home life, what is the deal with you? Are you married? Children? Well, I have two children. I have two adopted children, actually. Twins. Um, oh. Did you say divorce? Yes. Congratulations. No, that's it. No, you're not, you don't understand, ladies. I'm changing the paradigm on that one. You're getting married? Oh, wow. No, let me tell you something. You're getting married. Oh, wait, just wait. You have no idea what's coming. So we should be telling people getting married. We should be explaining to them the handbook. Number one, he farts in bed. Number two, he won't do his own laundry. Number three, after 10 years, you're going to go, what did I marry? That's going to happen. divorce one like that? <laughs> right. Guys, I'm going to hand out the happily divorce book. And then yeah. there's the divorce going, congratulations, you spent a period of time with somebody, and now you moved on. It takes courage. I don't yes. want anyone to have a sad face at all because it's more of a fact of life for everybody. And why do we do that to each other? Mm. Yeah. It's kind of like saying I'm five pounds over. No, actually you're exactly right for you because maybe five pounds is perfect on your frame. Stop spending your entire life feeling bad about that. You haven't lost it because that's what people do. So reframing your life is so important. Tell me oh. about your twins. Yeah, oh, by the way, wait, 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 Com wait, you had a moment there. Comment on what I just said. About divorce? You, you uh, muted yourself. Oh, you go. oh, I know. Yeah, what did, what did well, you, that okay. resonated for you when I talked over you. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Yeah, divorce is, you know, it was tough. It was really tough. Um, not, I'm not going to lie. I'm, it, it put me at ground zero, really. But I'm back and I'm better than ever. So, you know, it feels good. I feel freer than ever. One of the things I said that I've transformed myself over the last couple of years, and this is why I'm really passionate about my coaching, um, but it took me to get to ground zero in order to do that, to do all that hard work that I needed to do to, 
to do that soul searching and that inner work. So it did me a favor. So, me a actually, favor. so, what, so what if I reframe that whole sentence that you said? You know, we have certain expectations. Somehow we get out of 16 years of high school and schooling. We're supposed to go spend another four years somewhere, something, studying something we're not sure why we're studying, if you really ask most college kids, and then spending an enormous amount of money doing it. But that's the way it's supposed to be. Why all of a sudden is it a shock that you were taken to ground zero? What if it was expected going, I'm going to tell you something. Here's what's going to happen to you in your life. Here's the handbook. At some point, you're going to fall in love. You're going to think it's all rosy. You might have kids or not. And at some point, something's going to go wrong. It almost always does. So kind of like every freaking time I get on an airplane, I know how to buckle my seatbelt. I know there's an exit there. I don't, but they tell it to you just in case. Yeah. You know, I think we should actually, at a moment in our life, just go, I mean, let me tell you something just in case. This is what, this is what divorce looks like. You're going to be brought to your knees. You should financially get ready for it. Your kids are going to be a little confused, but they don't seem to warn us. And all of a sudden for all of us, it's like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? Why is it always such a surprise? If 60 to 80% of our people end up with that situation, hmm, just think about it. I know where the lights are. I know where the exit are. My favorite one is, you know, if you need to evacuate over water, I'm like, I'm flying to New York to Ohio. The only water is a puddle. What are we, why are you doing that instruction? Just checking. (laughs) So, Sam, tell me about the twins. Yeah, I have adopted twin girls. Um, and they're 22. Yeah, oh, wait. Okay, so I'm going to – I'm like the, the voice of – what am I the voice of? I'm the voice of no BS. I may have to change the title of my show. <laughs> Why do you say the word adopted? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not kidding about this. It started with me when I heard it with Tom. When Tom Cruise started saying it, I'm like, you need to shut up. Shame on you. The man that I married, he was his, he, they adopted a set of twins. They adopted him, a little girl, and made two of their own. And I listened to that conversation. I'm like, you either have the kids or you didn't. Am I supposed to say, hi, these are my two biological children? Oh, no, I actually made them in a test tube. Nice to meet you. Why would I do that? Just, I want to know why you said it. I, d- I honestly don't know. Don't know. I always say it. Don't know. Why? Are they not your daughters? For sure. Absolutely. But just think about why you'd want to do that. And if they hear that, why they'd want to hear that. Well, for them, I guess it wouldn't, they've both got extra needs. So um, one of them definitely wouldn't mean anything to her. Um, but, no. but it doesn't matter. They're still your daughters. For sure. Yeah. They're my kids. They're my kids. Right, I'm like right. on a train track for them. I just, it's kind of interesting when people just say that I, and I, I stop because I sometimes think that I'm the voice of the obvious. Because I love you either way. If you adopted it, who cares? And so special needs. What kind, and funny, I talked to a gentleman yesterday. Uh, do you know who Emmanuel Kelly is? No. Okay, you all need to know who Emmanuel Kelly is. Write this down. Emmanuel Kelly. Him and his brother were born in Iran. They were thrown into a garbage can because they were both born slightly physically deformed without legs and arms and things. Uh, Emmanuel has the most beautiful singing voice. I'd heard him first on uh, America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent singing Imagine by John Lennon, and he blew me away. He and I became friends in Los Angeles. We've been friends for years. He was in my, one of my books last night on Clubhouse, is why I'm thinking about him. He, uh, he hit a very low point because even though he did so well on this national, international platform, people loved him. Uh, when he got to LA, they told him, dude, looking the way you're looking, you're never gonna make it. And he believed them. And so he, dry, he spiraled out to drugs and alcohol and almost died. And somehow he woke up 
maybe with the help of his friends. And he said, screw it. And he wrote this song that Coldplay and he just recorded. It's been released actually this week uh, called Red. I'll have to find it. And I played it in the clubhouse last night. Um, and he is this is one of the one of the epitomes of someone who is differently abled and why everybody deserves a chance to be who they are. Did you, so tell me about your daughters. Yeah, they uh, I have one daughter who's autistic. Um, so she, she lives in a supported living. Um, but she's, <laughs> she can be very charismatic and very challenging all in the same day. Um, she, yeah, she, but she can be very funny, which is really nice. Um, my other daughter is um, the sweetest, the sweetest kid. I mean, she's a kid. She's an adult. She's 22, but she draws um, and she takes photos. She loves animals, snakes, sadly, which I hate. Uh, I do too. Oof. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not doing that one. Um, so yeah, just the sweetest, gentlest kid. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Now, did you know they had needs when you adopted them? No, no, no. Um, so it was, a, it was a big challenge, but um yeah, they taught me a lot about myself. You know, I had to, I had to grow. I had to take a hell of a leap, you know. Yes, you did. And I'm going to take my hat off to you because that is one of the concerns. Everybody, everybody wants the perfect. What is the perfect? The perfect is what's perfect for you because they are here for you. And I also kind of believe, did you see the movie Soul, the animated Disney movie? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you must, you must, you must. It is this beautiful animated movie uh, about a, a man who <clears throat> dies and you see all these souls up in heaven and their little blue bubbles and how souls pick their parents and how they come down and, and what the whole point of life is from a very different perspective of what we're here to learn, what we're here to teach each other and what life really is about. And it, it's very delightful. It will just touch your heart. Aleph, have you seen it? I haven't, but I made a note. I'm going to watch it. Oh, uh, it's just, you know, it's I, I might look very strong and, and all that, but when I watch things like that, I just sob. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop crying and I love it. I, I think we're it. supposed to feel a lot and grow and do all of that. Um, do, I just want to make sure we're not running out of time. I'm loving talking to you guys. Um, so let's pick a topic here. Uh, by the way, are either one of you on Clubhouse? For sure. I am. All right. All right. So let's share some, well, let's share some stories. Are you not following uh, me? Actually, I I was in, well, I was in follow jail for a while, and now I have too many followers that I have to actually start deleting people. 2,500 is your maximum. Really? I never uh, knew that. Did not know that either. No, I didn't so, know that. I know. So I have four minutes to break. I'm going to see if I can do something crazy, because we're talking about, we've got some unbelievable people in my world here, one without a shirt on. Why is he not wearing any shirts? <laughs> Wow. Sorry, I just, yes, I just, uh, I'm in a room called How to Create Real Success Through Real Connection. And uh, it is on Clubhouse and it's, I'm going to make a guest appearance. I was actually watching you. I was listening to you, sorry, earlier. And I'm also in a podcast one, uh, which I highly recommend you guys do, looking for new guests. So we have three minutes until the end to our break. So Sam, I would like you to tell me and the audience and share with Elif, and then you share back with her. As a woman, what's one of the biggest lessons that you have learned that you would like to share with other women? Ooh. Well, the biggest lesson and the reason that I do what I do is to be yourself. Um, it took me a long time to learn that. 
because just of my childhood and things that happened to me. Yeah, like we all have. We've all got a story, right? We've all been through stuff. Um, But I pretended to be somebody I wasn't. I used the words that weren't mine. I behaved in a way that um, wasn't wasn't really me and it took me a long time to to come out from behind the mask and it was life-changing when I did so I guess that would be that's the biggest message for anyone women men whoever um true lasting happiness true success comes from being yourself waking up every day and just showing up in the world unashamedly who you are obviously we don't want you hurting other humans but you know just be yourself just be you Ms. Ella, feel free to comment on that. Um, well, well, what I've learned as a woman um, coming from a very um, strict Muslim family, which uh, oppressed me to the down, I couldn't speak up for myself. Um, and I've noticed earlier in my life that if you don't make decisions for yourself, somebody else makes it for you and don't allow that because you have a voice and you should have a choice. That's Mm. what I would say. Um, So make your own decisions. Either it's right or wrong. There is no right wrong. You can always learn. I always say there's, you're never failing. You're either learning or winning. So that's what I would say. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I love that. Because, Because there's always... There's always a lesson every day. My son, who's going to be three next month, he teaches me lessons. And, and I've noticed even more lately that if I, I ask him to make a decision for himself, and if he doesn't, I'm going to have to make it for him. So that's how simple it is. So if you don't make a decision for yourself, somebody else will. So don't do that because you know you better than anybody else. So... Yeah, life can push you around, right? Life can push you around unless you take control, you take ownership, take responsibility. Exactly. Life will do stuff to you. It will push you here, there and everywhere. Um, Exactly. And that's why, yeah, you have to take control of that and, and, you know, make your decisions. We're all going to make mistakes, right? It's human. I mean, that's great, but at least you tried. You've got to try. Exactly. You've got more more chance of winning when you try than... When, when you don't even attempt yeah. to do it. There's risk in everything. All right. You guys are amazing. Um, I'm, got, I'm liking the girl power a lot. Hey, guys, we need to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to delve one step deeper into how to be successful, how to balance your life, and, and why it's so important for each of us to pay it forward to someone like you as a listener. So I'm Forbes Riley. You're listening to The Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. Which one do I want to do today? Hmm. All right. Don't go away. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, 
metabolic boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Break. Very, very short break. Oh, my goodness. We are balancing all the things. I'm going to do something crazy. I'm actually going to simulcast this in a room. I'm going to open up a spontaneous room on Clubhouse. If you guys don't know what that means, it's kind of a fun idea. Um, So before I do that, Ella, were you showing us your world? I did. Now remember, yeah. now, remember, we're on radio, so hopefully everyone will enjoy the fact that we are on radio. All right, you guys. Um, what is a, an obstacle, Elif, that you have overcome that you think would really help us understand life better? I've, have, I've overcome quite a lot of obstacles, but one of them was my language skills because um, when I started running my business, which is uh, another story, part of my story. I started as an alteration girl, um, mobile service on a bike that I had picked up from a car boot sale (laughs) for £10. And um, I thought, okay, I need to earn some money. I need to make a living. Um, What can I do? I know how to do sewing. I'm great at sewing because I've stitched all my life and I used to make clothes for my dolls when I was growing up with the cloth left over from my mum's sewing so I um I that was I thought I can't, I don't need to speak the language so much because all I will have to do is shorten the trousers and the taking the jackets and the sleeves and all that so um but I thought if I don't give myself permission to to learn I'll never learn because my excuse was like, oh, I, I'm too old to learn a language. I'm too old. Nobody knows me. Nobody, nobody, um, I haven't got the, 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 the qualifications in the UK to get a job. 
I mean, this is what made me an entrepreneur, I suppose, and, and helped pushed me running my own business because, yes, I have a degree in Turkey, but I didn't have a qualification here. So I thought I have got a real challenge and I thought applying for a job would be just waste of time because nobody would like to, you know, employ me. So I just started focusing on my business. But what I've done to learn my language and improve it, I hang out with English people. I read magazines and newspapers and books. And I remember going to my host family's brother's house in Somerset once. And, and he had this huge bookshelf with lots of books on it. And I couldn't understand a word of English they were talking about because they, I thought they were talking so fast. But they don't actually talk that fast. But that's how I felt that day. And I looked at that bookshelf and said to myself, I am going to learn this language so well that I'm going to write English book and I'm going to put it on that shelf. <laughs> and I'm writing my book. <laughs> oh, you're, you're muted, honey. I don't know how you do it. I, I've learned Spanish. I can speak enough Spanish to get into trouble in two countries. I lived in Mexico for 10 years. Uh, I don't understand why the first thing they teach us is donde esta la biblioteca. Why would I want a biblioteca? I probably want a bathroom. I don't need a library if I can't read in, in Spanish. But I do have a very clear sense that I will never get the jokes in Spanish. And I'll, I, I tried. I very, I, and that word is tried. Maybe I didn't do it well. I watched my kids both study languages. Nothing. And so my hat is off to you as many adults who have multi-language skills because it's a very interesting way that the brain works. But you do very well in English, and I honor all that you've done. But wow, wow, and wow. Miss Sam, Miss Sam, a big obstacle you've overcome that helps define who you are and that we can learn from. I don't know what to pick, really. There's a few, a bit like Ellen. <laughs> I don't know what to pick. Um, I guess the biggest challenge, you know, when I was abused as a child, so um, dealing with that in my early adult life in my 20s and probably a little bit in my 30s was, was a challenge. Um, okay, no, wait, wait, actually, so I do a huge thing about breakthrough training and we deal with abuse in my training in my world extensively. Um, can you share a little bit about what, what happened so that we can understand what context when you say abuse? Not only go into detail, but just there's a large range of that. And sadly, I have seen way too much of it. Yeah, no, there is a lot of it in the world, sadly. Yeah, it was a family friend, um, sexual abuse, um, that I experienced for about five years. So from about the age of five to 10. Um, See that just right. And I hear that often that has got to have a massive effect on everything you do. And I didn't, did nobody in your world know that was going on because you were terrified to tell anybody terrified. And, you know, I grew up in a time where, you know, the kids just went out to play and you came back when it was time to eat. So, you know, I was out just, yeah, out. <laughs> and, and how much older was the perpetrator? Oh, he, he was like, you know, a respected member of the community, as it were. Um, so it was was a, he an adult? Yeah, yeah, it was an adult. Yeah, so. And uh, how old? Okay. Yeah, so I was like five, between the ages of five and ten. He was an adult. Um, so, yeah, so that. Um, so this is, a, well, no, we're actually railing about this and I have some skills to, to heal some of that, but the part, the, what gets me and confuses me is the fact that this exists at all and we just didn't even realize it. We still don't realize it. We don't really want to pay attention to it. 
Because it's not like it's not happening now all over the place. No, it's too much of it. It's way, way too much of it. And I I kept it obviously to myself for a long time till, you know, I I was, you know, in my early 20s, I I became depressed. I tried to take my own life. Um, And And so did you, let me ask a question. Did you ever confront him or tell anyone at any point in your life? No, and he died um, probably about 20 years ago. Um, so, so let me ask you a, a thought because it's, it is happening everywhere, especially now that we're in lockdown and we don't even see what's going on behind closed doors. What do you think we as a society can do, if anything, to have an impact on stopping some of this? That's a big question, Forbes. That's a big, big question. I wish I knew the answers. Um, well, you know, can I say something? Listen to your daughter's watch what they're doing. I've, I mean, I think one of the reasons Sam and I really resonated with one another because I have been through it myself. Um, and st- still to this date, it does hurt me to talk about the whole thing. Uh, but I was terrified to talk about these because once I didn't want to bring a shame to my family I thought I was, in, I was going to embarrass them, even though it was not my fault. I didn't know what the right and wrong was. And I knew what, it wasn't the right thing. What happened to me wasn't right. Well, but sorry, I'm going to stop right there. So we know it's not right. Or we don't know it's not right because we're not talking about this in school. We're not talking about this in public. Yeah. We're showing little kids cartoons. We should be showing yeah. them realistic. Yeah. What's yeah. It going? I mean, I'm not sure. And I do think that's maybe one of the things that we can do is that we maybe have to. One of the problems is that lawmakers and adults don't have children anymore. You know, children are 10% of our population, 100% of our future, but you only have them for a while. I now have 18 year olds. I'm not so, I don't really care so much about five-year-olds as much till I'm a grandmother. And so you stop thinking about them, but something feels like something needs to be done and not about the perpetrators because judging by those shows, you know, those capture shows, they're always gonna be there. They're always gonna be guys wanting 14 year olds. But maybe it is about somehow we need to open up the conversation as women to little girls and boys. I mean, I think you hear it going, tell your teacher if, if anyone touched you inappropriately. Like, yeah. it's, no, let me tell you something. This is happening everywhere, guys. And guess what? It's not right. Yeah. If you're five yeah. years old and somebody's touched you, raise your freaking hand. I don't think yeah. and no one yeah. gave you a platform like that, did they, Sam? No, no, no. sure. No, no. Was, I wouldn't have had a clue. I wouldn't have had a clue, you know, when I was a kid. So, you know, my kids certainly know that, you know, my nieces, uh, even my nephews, you know, everyone. It's about education. It's about letting, you know, people know that if that happens, yeah, you yell, you shout, you, you let someone. Yeah, uh, the, the, I think there is also cultural cultural um, thing there too. Remember, I come from Turkey and Turkey is like not alone. I mean, not even women it would be like my mother would be the one who would be blamed my family would be the one ashamed that i would bring a scar to my life nobody would want to marry me nobody would want to know me this is the this is like kind of cultural cultural suppression that there is nothing i could do i mean the reason i spoke about these only two years ago it took me like i'm 37 now and it took me 26 years to talk about it because I was eight uh, to talk about it. And to date, even because I'm talking about it in English, my mother still doesn't understand what I'm talking about. 
And I tried to, under, tried to talk to her about these without talking it was me, but she hasn't got the tools to deal with such emotions. And she won't want to learn how to deal with it because their way of sorting these kind of things is honor killing and all that kind of uh, very barbaric way of approach. So, so there is a lot of education that needs to go behind that. But as women, we are going to bring up better children, I think, and women and make it. Yeah. There's definitely two sides. This We have about three minutes to close of our show, and it's a big topic. And Sam, I deal with this every day. I teach a thing called Breakthrough with Forbes. I've been doing it for 30 years. I've also been through things myself, and I've now heard stories. If I hear any worse stories, you, you can't even imagine what I have heard. It's, I had no idea how rampant, how deep men and women, little boy, I mean, you can, it's, it's actually something that does need to be shouted from the rooftops because I think, yes, if you're a man or a woman, you're dealing with something in your past, just so you know, you don't need therapy. What you do need is a breakthrough of some sort, whether it's me or other people, there's trained professionals out there from NLP to coaching that, that actually can he, that heal trauma. It's a very special art. So if you're an adult, there's a way to heal that. It's not about you. You can, it's a memory. It's something that happened a long time ago. It's not real at the moment. And so you can change memories in your head. It's kind of a fun thing to do. But I'm more concerned about the people, the little kids who don't have a voice. And I don't think we think, I didn't think about them. Sam, you just said that, Mm. that there's little girls and boys hurting all around the world right now. And adults who are dining out and eating out and laughing about it. You know, we put Jeffrey Epstein in jail we put a Michael Wein- a Harvey Weinstein, in j- but that's like a tip of an iceberg. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Huh. There will always be perpetrators. And so maybe part of it is having the conversation, getting the conversation out there and continuing to do that. Yes? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, but it's keeping the narrative going, Forbes. That's the challenge. You know, it get, is it like Black Lives Matter. It gets raised for a bit, but keeping it going. It's like whatever we're talking about, the issue is keeping the narrative it's because- going. People have become more populist than actually they're talking about the story, actual problem. Um, that can be that can be done by just talking more passionately. We I have two minutes, it. and maybe that's why a woman's voice needs to be a headliner because men are not talking about this ever. They don't get it. They don't care. Exactly. It, it's fascinating. They also don't care about how much time it takes me to do my hair and my makeup to get ready to go to work every day. So that's the difference between being a man and a woman. Uh, you've got 10 seconds, Sam. Give me one sentence to send my audience. We only have one minute. Oh, we have thir- Apparently, my guys, we only have 30 seconds now. We've just been yanked. It went from three minutes to 30 seconds. I don't even have time to say anything. You guys, <laughs> Sam Adams, LF Cossier, uh, and Forbes Riley, we are women elevating other women, sharing love. We're here every week, Wednesday, but we're also replayed all over the world on the best network in the world for voice called Voice America. See you guys next week. Don't go away. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.